One day, skyscrapers and other buildings can serve as a source of power thanks to transparent solar panels, see-through windows that generate electricity. I'm Robert Colangelo, and this is Green Sense, where we explore eco-innovations that are making a more sustainable world. A new record was recently set by researchers at the University of Michigan for the efficiency of transparent solar panels. Yong Shi Li is one of the scientists with the University of Michigan who helped make it happen, and he joins us now. Yang Shi, welcome to GreenSense. Thanks, Robert. Glad to be here. Solar panels are usually able to convert 15 to 22 percent of solar energy into usable energy, and that efficiency range is impacted by factors such as placement, orientation, and weather conditions. And the efficiency record your team set was around 8 percent efficiency and 43 percent transparency. Help us understand what 8% efficiency means and why that's an important record. Uh, okay, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, uh, if you think about the traditional solar panels we saw in the solar farms, uh, it absorbs lights in all parts of the solar spectrums. Uh, when the sunlight hits into the surface of the solar panels, about 32% of the light can in convert it into the light, into the, into the electricity. However, with the transparent solar cells, we cut off the visible part of the solar spectrums, but we still can achieve up to 22% of light in theoretical. But, but compared to the traditional silicon panels, which can absorb all parts of light, so for the semi-transparent, we only absorb the 50% part of the solar spectral, so the efficiency will be lower. So currently, for the semi-transparent solar cells, the power conversion efficiency usually is only get 5 to 6 percent. So our recent work can 8 percent. So this is a huge improvement compared to the previous uh, result. So if I just summarize correctly, uh, uh, what you've done is eliminated the full spectrum of light and just captured a small percent of the spectrum? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Ah, and why hasn't anybody done that before? Uh, yes, actually this, this has been done before, but the challenge is first we need to have some materials which can only slightly absorb the, the near infrared light. Uh, this, is, this is a light we can't see by our eyes. Uh, we call it near infrared light. and uh, these materials previously has not been really developed. And another thing is we have a good device structures. First, we need to uh, obtain the very high uh, absorption uh, with these materials. Second, we need to have a very small anti-loss by using these materials. So combine the development of the materials and the device structures, we can realize uh, the high efficiency of semi-transparent solar cells. You uh, your record also achieved a 43% transparency. Yes. Give us an example of a, a, a real live product that is 43% transparent, just to put it in context. Uh, uh, typically, uh, uh, I can give you an example about our common uh, uh, normal windows with the coatings because uh, currently all of the windows need to have some coatings to reflect the near infrared light to to remove the heat. So right now, the normal windows have a transparency about 50 to 80%. So 50 is the, the entry levels. 
that's a great example. So you're slightly below that entry level. What will yeah. it take to increase that to a higher level of transparency? Uh, so as I told you, they have uh, two things. First, we need to have the very good materials, which only slightly harvesting the near infrared light uh, without absorb the visible light. So we can let the visible light shine through, but let the near RR light to do, do, do the work to generate electricity. Second, we need some optical structures to reduce the light trapped in the device, but can get the near infrared light to go back into the device. So with this method, it, it can allow us for reharvesting the near infrared light to improve the efficiency. And also we can increase the visible transparency. This sounds like a fantastic idea, but, but let's talk about the economics. Uh, a lot of good ideas uh, uh, don't always make economic sense. And what we try to focus on here are good, sustainable ideas that make economic sense. Will these cost more or less than traditional solar panels? Uh, that will be a very good question. Yeah, currently one big challenge for uh, organic photovoltaics, one is the lifetime, and second, I think it's a cost. Uh, uh, as we know, the the acceptability of the PV technology ultimately hangs on the cost to produce the large-scale modules at high volume. Uh, we recently also did some work on estimate the manufacturing cost of a semi-transparent OPV modules based on the high-throughput row-to-row manufacturing. Uh, starting from $1.66 per watt, estimated based on the current semi-trans solar cell performance, uh, we expect the cost could be as low as $0.45 cents per watt, with a future improvement in module performance and also the production cost reductions. Uh, this, this price is only slightly higher than the common silicon panels used today. So when we use the in the end, the double pin windows, uh, we anticipate the average energy payback time will be two to six years. So if, if this all the estimation are achieved, I think uh, this technology will be uh, on the building very soon. Let's talk a little bit about what these panels would look like. Uh, would they look like windows or would they look uh, different? Uh, yeah. Uh, good question. One challenge faced by the transparent panels is the most efficient device have an unwanted tint. Uh, except, except for relatively few examples, uh, it is very important to develop the power generating windows with neutral color that can be easily applied in the broadest possible applications. Uh, however, this has not often been realized since the appropriately transparent material size and the development of the materials and the device structures, uh, we cannot realize. So recently, with the development of the materials and device structure design, we are able to achieve a neutral color transparent solar cells with a visible transparency around 50% and a PC over 8%, so which looks pretty close to the normal windows. Um, let's talk about some of the other applications this has because I think they're far-reaching. Far you know, one is skyscrapers. When I look at something like mm -hmm. the Sears Tower, it has tremendous amount of windows. So mm -hmm. it has the potential to generate a tremendous amount of electricity. But those windows need to be um, uh, additionally stable 
just due to the heights. So talk a little bit about the reality of using these in skyscrapers. Uh, yes, uh, the, the reliability is also uh, one of the big problems for the organic photovoltaics we are still working on. Currently, compared to the traditional silicon solar panels, uh, which with uh, average 20 years of lifetime, organic solar cells only uh, have a few years lifetime. So we are st still working on that. And for the applications, I think, uh, besides the uh, skyscrapers, uh, it, also, it could be used on any number of uh, appliances, such as mobiles, flexible electronics, like phones, uh, laptops, uh, and also it's certainly on the automobiles. It can generate, uh, generate the uh, electricity to power the passenger and the driver entertainment and the navigational appliances, I think. What about glass greenhouses? Uh, glass greenhouses uh, generate a lot of food, especially in oh, Holland. Yeah. Uh, could you have a dual use for the sun uh, to power the plants as well as power the electricity that drives the motors and the pumps that run a greenhouse? Uh, yes, that's a, also another very important application for the transparent solar panels. Yes, we can, as I said before, the transparent solar panels can let the visible light shine through so this can be absorbed by the plants, uh, but let the near infrared light we can't see and absorbed by the plants, we can let it do, do, to do the work to generate the electricity. Talk a little bit about how the electricity gets from the solar panel uh, to wherever it's going to be used. Traditional solar panels have uh, wires and grids in them. Is this more of an amorphous structure? Uh, yes, yeah, when the solar panel generates electricity, uh, we will also have a, if we, we, if the application is windows, definitely we have uh, some circuits, uh, circuits, so we will uh, have the electrode anode, we will have a contacts for the both anode and the electrode, and also we will have the converter to convert the DC to AC, so this also needed, needed before we putting the, our solar panels into the windows. But besides, we just uh, um, remaking the, remake the solar glasses, we also can make the flexible solar panels. So that, that just uh, attached into the currently the windows. So this will be more easier for remaking the solar glasses. Yangshi, what do you see as the biggest obstacle to making these see-through solar panels commonplace? Uh, big, uh, excuse me, are you asking the big issues? I, I'm asking what is keeping uh, uh, this technology in the lab from coming into society as a product? Oh, yes, uh, that's a really good question. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the cost is always the most important challenge that must be met for well-spread development of solar technology. If the payback period is too long, I think it will be very slowly adopted. Yes, and where are you right now in your research? Is this uh, pilot bench scale or, or ready to be commercialized? Uh, I think we are still in the, um, we are still doing the uh, lab scale so because I told you there are still two questions need to be answered. First is uh, uh, how long the, this panel can be last? And the second 
question is how much does it cost? So our lab just doing some work to, to answer these two questions. And where is your funding coming from? Uh, we, we, both, uh, we got funding both from the, the government and also from some commercial sales, uh, such as uh, UDC, uh, and also from, uh, uh, from other uh, supports. Do you see a lot of uh, interest from investors in this area, or do you see funding as a potential uh, challenge to keep your research moving forward? Oh, yes. Lots of uh, 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 companies show the interest in our, uh, in our research. They show this is one of the promising areas for solar, organic solar photovoltaics to applications. So uh, currently, there are a lot of uh, companies send email to us to ask about uh, the potential of this technology and the cost. They, they really care about the cost. And also, uh, they talk about how, how promising this technology can be used in the automobiles and also the flexible electronics, as I told before. So, so I think the ground is uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's reasonable good. Are you working on other environmental in innovations at the University of Michigan, or is this your sole focus? Uh, yes, we're also doing some work on the thermal photovoltaics. Uh, this kind of device converts the stored or waste heat from a source to electricity. Uh, Candidly, this uh, basic thermal photovoltaic system consists of a thermal emitter and also a, some, uh, a photovoltaic diode cells. Uh, the temperature of a thermal emitter can rise between uh, 900 centigrade and 1,300 degree. The basic principle is uh, similar to the traditional solar panels, where we have a pin junction can be used to absorb the optical energy and uh, generate and separate the electron holes, and uh, doing so converts the energy into electricity. But the difference is the optical energy is not directly generated by the sun, but instead by a material that stores energy at high temperature, which we call it the emitter. So in this way, the thermal energy is converted to, en to electricity energy. Uh, so it can be used to convert the stored thermal energy from solar cells to electricity once the sun goes down, or it can be converted with the heat from fossil fuel burning plants to electricity. Yeah, I would think like a steel mill where there's very high temperatures and they're not using that uh, waste heat on anything, this could be a yes. possible application. Well, yes. that's pretty fascinating and we appreciate you uh, being on GreenSense and we hope someday to see through a pane of glass and also generate some electricity. Yeah, good, sounds good. That's Thank University you. of Michigan scientist, Yangshi Li, talking about the innovations he's been part of developing for transparent solar panels. I'm Robert Colangelo and this is GreenSense. Subscribe to our podcast at greensensefarms.com and listen for the Green Sense Minute every Thursday and Saturday on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM Chicago.